Welcome to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I'm Mandy B. Anderson, and a few years ago, I started a life and business coaching company with my bestie. I'm a wife, a business owner, a coach, a speaker, and the author of the book that inspired this podcast, She Who Overcomes, Rising Out of the Ashes of Your Circumstances. I'm also training to run my first half marathon. Oh, and did I mention I'm doing all of this while overcoming a life-threatening illness called cystic fibrosis? It's true. And hey, if I can rise up, so can you. Each week on this podcast, I'll be here to encourage and equip you with the skills you need to rise up as the successful overcomer you were designed to be. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey, Overcomers, welcome to another episode of the She Who Overcomes podcast. I am excited to have a brand new friend with me today who I actually met on the internet. And if you've listened for a while, you know that that's one of my favorite things is to meet new people on the internet and connect with them. So Manaz Khan um, is a brand new friend that I met in the social curator group with Jasmine Starr. And she has some exciting um, things to share with us today about color psychology and what her business is and how she can help women. So welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. You're welcome. And I I love your setup. I love the color combination that you already have. (laughs) So can you share with my listeners what your business is and what you do? Yeah. So I'm an artist and a color psychology specialist. And my mission with my business and on the different platforms and the internet is to change the way people see and use colors. Colors have this innate power to change human behavior, well-being, and happiness. And if we start using them purposefully, intentionally, mindfully in our surroundings, you can actually transform your life. So it's pretty cool, and it's pretty basic. Okay, but basic, but also so in-depth, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of avenues we can go down today. Um, Before we dive into all of that, I have to ask you the one question I ask every single person on my show. And that is, if you were a shoe, what would you be? And what story does that tell about you? Okay, so that's a difficult question for me. Um, I think I would be a classic pointed toe, high heel stiletto with a big bow in the front. And for me, it's, it's just classic. It shows feminine power. And it reminds me of um, all these women in the New York subway and in downtown Manhattan walking to work in their high heels and no problems. You know, that sound of tuck, 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 the high heels and the classic women. So um, that that's what it would be for me. And the blue bow is a little bit quirky, a little bit different from the norm, which is kind of my thing to be attracted to things that are a little bit different. And the business I am in is a little bit different also. So. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I love it when I am in the presence of another stiletto lover because I <laughs> I am totally a stiletto shoe. I will wear them as long as I can. I'll probably even yeah. shove my feet into them way past when I should. But <laughs> I've never heard somebody say, easy oh, with a bow. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I love bows, like big bows in on in the front of my shoe. Um, they're so easy. Just slip slip your feet in, and you're good to go. So that's also a big reason. Absolutely. Not that they're comfortable, but life is not about comfort all the time. So. Mm-hmm. Now you're joining us from. Are you in New York? I'm in upstate New York in okay. the capital. Yeah. Awesome. So, how did you get started with your business? Oh, that's a. You want me to go all the way back in time? <laughs> if <laughs> if you want to, or just kind of like the abridged version. Sure. So, um, when my daughter, my I have three children. So when my third one was turning three, I was ready to go back to work. And before that, I took a 10 years break. So I stayed home for 10 years. And um, I went back to painting. And one day I just picked up the brush and I was like, this is what I want to do. I don't want to go back to work. And uh, I want to do my own thing. I want to paint. And when I was painting, uh, of course, I was attracted to colors and colors is such a huge part of painting. Um, I started feeling that there's something more that I'm attracted to. And it was colors and the meaning of colors and how they made me feel and how I use them in my surroundings and how that changed my life. So I started studying color psychology and then I did a certification and wanted to learn what's the research behind it. And that's how I got here. Insured. So what are some of the tips that you can give our listeners about how they can have a stress-free environment? Like where would you tell somebody to start? To me, the biggest thing is color. Color is an instant booster. And um, we just need to understand the background. Now, market years and trends have made everybody believe that color is just aesthetics, it's decor, which is uh, absolutely not. That's the last thing it would be. Because it's a survival mechanism. And if you think about your ancient brain or back in time, that's how people understood um, how to survive looking at color. So just the other day, I posted something on my Instagram. It, it, it was about blue in food. So, you know, we're trying to be so creative and innovative that we started creating these blue dyes and they're in the food, they're in candies and ice things. But now people are just putting them in regular food. So... And again, I think it's just about standing out and being creative. But here's the thing. People are complaining more about being anxious these days. There's more um, mental, emotional health issues also because we're doing things like this. So for our natural mechanism, for our safety brain, it understands that when your food is blue, it's gone bad. It's poisonous. Blue indicates poison. And that's what our brain knows. So when you're trying to eat that blue food, yes, you're going to feel anxious. You might not be able to tell what's going on if you don't have this awareness, but people say things like it's not appetizing or something like that. Um, And that's what's happening. Your brain is like, are you crazy? You're trying to eat poison. Your brain wants to stop you, but you're still going against it. So you feel this anxiety and all this stuff. Um, I think I deviated from your question too much, but it's about being purposeful with colors and uh, then using it in your environment again. The data is sending, if you understand, take your cues from nature, like the food example with taking something from nature and being intentional about it, you can um, change the psychology of your space. Okay, I've never thought of it before like that. And it makes it makes total sense that <laughs> blue food would be associated with blue going bad. So that's making us feel anxious because we're thinking our food is going bad, even though we may not be consciously aware of that, that that thought. 
Um, that yeah. makes a ton of sense. Yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, our subconscious mind and the unconscious mind is way bigger than the conscious mind. And these are things that we're all, everybody's talking about it, how your subconscious mind is doing things without you and realizing this is what it is all. And it's constantly picking up this data from the environment. So um, it's sending a message to your brain. The environment is sending a message to your brain. So by being purposeful with your color choices, understanding beyond what's trending. So if you have a client that is feeling really anxious and not able to um, really have that peace of mind or calm down, what is one of the first things that you would um, help them with when it comes to this? Right. So for example, um, a masterclass that I do is about creating a sleep-inducing environment. And it is specifically for those people who have some sort of issues sleeping. So again, we're not talking about the medical side of things. Insomnia is a medical issue. That's something different. But there, women especially go through so many things, and especially when you're in your 30s. So when you hit 30, I'm sure every woman can relate to when you hit your 30, your body goes through so many changes and the ways that you used to live in your 20s doesn't work anymore. But you don't realize that until you're 35. And every woman at her 35 is like, okay, I can't eat the same way. My metabolism has slowed down. All these things. And you change your lifestyle. So um, like this masterclass was if you have any sort of sleeping issues, we're going to tackle that because we're going to create a sleep-inducing environment. So we look at things that are needed to sleep. You want your body to calm, relax. You want the mind to calm down. Now, these are two separate different parts, the body and the mind. Uh, you know, when people hit the bed, hit the pillow, um, your thoughts start racing and you're saying all these things to yourself. I, I wasn't enough productive. I was... I wasn't like this as a parent. I didn't do enough and things like that. So how do we use colors to send that message to your brain so it can calm down the mind, calm down the body? And then the third thing would be when you wake up in the morning, you want to have some elements of being energized. You don't want to wake up sluggish. So we look at the purpose of your space, then the elements that are required to do that work. And then we match colors to that purpose. Does that make sense? It does. So does the color... Are there certain colors that are that work across the board for everybody, or is it way more personalized than that? It is personalized because yes, colors work across the border. So again, we're looking at um, we're looking at the wavelength of light on, on the visible spectrum. So that's how we're figuring out what's going on. So for example, light blue does the same thing, but your light blue is going to be different than my light blue. And that happens because each person has different behavioral human patterns. Uh, and colors have a mathematical correlation. So we match the human behavioral pattern to a group of colors with the similar mathematical correlation. So yes, are, every human being is, uh, in my process, is divided into four groups. And that's how you match. So that's true. If I can't tell you, yeah, light blue is the color, but which light blue? Because colors of tones and bases and undertones. So we need to figure out that. I, I'm a big believer that your environment can make or break how productive you are. And I've had seasons in my life where we, um, for instance, after our apartment fire in 2010, we moved into um, a new apartment in a new city months later. And I couldn't figure out why it was 
hard, so hard for me. It was like this weird, um, almost like PTSD and anxiety because what I realized was it had the same buttercup yellow walls as the walls of the apartment that had burned down. And those buttercup yellow walls were a pain in my side for years because we couldn't do anything about it. They wouldn't let us paint. So we had to live with them and learning how to decorate in a butter. For some reason, they thought buttercup yellow was a neutral. And I, I did not find that to be true because it was super hard to figure out how to decorate with that. And now we've moved into a place where we painted with, with, more of a light gray tone. We have some mid grays um, and it's way more soothing, but we're also on the water. So water and blue, like those are the colors that have always calmed me down more, but yeah, it depends on the shade too. Yeah, I agree totally hundred um, percent environment. And this is a fact, you know, it's, it's beyond that anymore. Like it's not a uh, opinion. It's a fact. Research shows us how much your environment is impacting and scientifically, it's all proven. Um, I want to ask, when do you realize that it was the, it was the same color while you were living there or it took you some time to realize that? Um, I think it took me a couple months to figure it out. And um, yeah, it was when we were living there. And part of it was, I think I was looking at some photos that were on Facebook of our old apartment that I found. And that's how I realized it. I don't even think I would have realized it had it not been for the photos because it was such a weird, like we had an apartment in between that where it was stark white walls. So going back into that buttercup yellow, I was like, what is wrong? I feel like I'm in a tub of butter. It it just wasn't <laughs> great. Um, and, and I have, I will never do a yellow like a yellow <laughs> again because I know for me it it is something that because of that experience sparks anxiety it's not a calming color for me now a bright yellow sure. like as an accent wall is different but that it's that, the wrong tone of yellow yeah, yeah. that that yeah. real calm almost to me it's boring it's like that boring yellow color that I can't do <laughs> And you've pointed out the perfect thing. This is the problem. People think that something is going on with me internally. Maybe I have a problem or there's a life situation, maybe financial problems or something as work. Sometimes there's nothing. It's as simple as changing your environment because mm -hmm. we need to remember the fact that the environment is sending cues, triggers, data to your brain. And when you change that, everything changes. So most people are not sick. They have nothing going on. And it's, the anxiety is environmental anxiety, which I call um, because of the things that you have. What is what is some advice that you have for somebody that um, really, really wants to change their life, but isn't really sure where to start because, and they know that their environment is the problem. Like what would be the first step to figuring it out? The first step, um, if you're not using the help of a professional, you can start by understanding what is the purpose of your space. So write down the people using the space, the activities performed in the space and the specific purpose of the space. And um, then you can understand, have you created the space according to that purpose? So that, that, that's the basic thing. That's what I come across. I'm a part of a lot of interior design. Now I keep this separate from interior design. This is more about wellness and health, but, um, a lot of uh, interior design groups on Facebook, people are asking questions like, I have this color and this color, A and B, which one should I paint my walls? 
I freak out. Like I cannot answer that for you. Nobody, there are hundreds of people who have responded, but nobody can answer this for you because you're living in that space and only you can tell which color is going to work. It's just same like you, you're going out shopping with your friend and you pick a dress and you ask somebody else, they will give you honest advice, but it's not for you. It's like what they like about, do they like that dress? And it's again, unconsciously, they're thinking like, is it going to look good on them? So they're giving you their honest advice, but it's unconsciously happening. So people need to start, need to stop <laughs> asking other people for advice. Just like you wouldn't, ask, you know, when you're hungry, you wouldn't ask somebody else, what should I eat? So mm-hmm. what's your opinion on what should I paint my space? And um, there is a system out there. So using the system is the best way. So you're not guessing around. Like I said, we talk about your human behavioral patterns and then matching. Um, the research goes back in time uh, to Carl Jung. So um, use the system rather than guessing. Mm-hmm. So where where can people get in touch with you? Because you you ma- you mentioned your masterclass. Um, and do you do other things other than the masterclass? Do you do one-on-one coaching? Or how, how do you set up your business to work with your clients? Yes, I do one-on-one coaching also. And that's where I started with. But then, you know, um, it's a certain price point. It takes more time so more to help more people. Uh, I came up with this uh, workshop, which is the masterclass. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm only doing it for uh, the bedroom. And I'm looking to do a membership. So once you're done with the bedroom, I say start with the bedroom because if you're sleeping better, you're more productive during the day. You're just a different person. So we first mm-hmm. want to get you to sleep better. Then we move on to other spaces. People are working from home nowadays. So let's do the office. There's a psychology to enhance how you can work better in your office space. Then we'll move on to your living space, even your kitchen. So you want, if you're not a good cook, what colors should you have to get you going to cook better, um, be more interested. So you can find me anywhere on Instagram, Facebook, on my website. It's Manas Khan Studio. And I'll just have you put that into the show yes, notes. I absolutely will. That's awesome. So if you were going to leave with, with one lasting thought today that could help my listeners or encourage them even, um, what what is the advice that you would give them? For colors, okay, so for colors, take your cues from nature. Um, nature is the best, best teacher. For example, winter, we are moving into winter. Here's uh, upstate New York. It's a very gloomy day. So what is missing? The sun is missing. So how do I compensate? I bring more yellow into my space or I wear yellow. Um my whole thing is about the interior. So bring more yellow into your space during the winter rather than going after the fall colors or the winter colors. They're already there. You're, you're going to come across them. You're going to have an interaction with them. What is missing is that you need to bring. So, you know, our brain, our safety brain, our subconscious brain does not understand the difference between what is actual and what is perceived. So the brain knows that this yellow is the color of the sunlight. It doesn't understand that it's coming from the sun or is it a piece of a pillow that you have in your living room. When it sees yellow, it does something. It triggers a chemical reaction in your brain, which triggers those emotions. So sunlight makes everybody happy. (laughs) So bring more yellow into your space, especially if you feel um, depressed and have seasonal depression. All the cues are there in nature. And that's where I take my cues. Like, (laughs) you know, again, we talked about the food, the blue food, meat goes bad. Leave meat in the refrigerator for a few days. And if it's blue, you know, it's poison. You're going to throw it away. You're not going to try it, taste it or anything. 
So the cues are in nature. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the episode today. I'll make sure to put all of your links um, in the show notes so that people can get in touch with you and hopefully join your masterclass and maybe even your membership when you get it going. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. 